right, it's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. This week we'll be talking about Daniel Berger's win at Pebble Beach. Another strong week from our guy Jordan Spieth. And we'll also preview the Genesis, as always, with DFS and some gambling picks. So let's get into it. Okay, so Daniel Berger won, but I feel like the still the main storyline lies, at least for me, with Jordan Spieth. Um, yeah, so another lead going into the Before final only. round. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he didn't really take it on Sunday again. Again. It's two weeks in a row now. Because, yeah, like, the problem during this, uh, you know, streak for Jordan where he wasn't playing well at one point was that he actually would play well on Thursday and Friday. And then the weekend he'd fall apart. I wouldn't say the past two weekends he's fallen apart on the weekend. Obviously last, last Saturday he shot it 10 under, but this weekend, what he shot one under on Saturday, Sunday combined, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's, I think it's, I think it's close to, he's very close to getting like, even though I, I feel like he's, he hasn't, yeah, hasn't finished on Sundays. I think he's like one under, maybe like even par and total on Sunday rounds. But even in those rounds, he looks so much better. Yeah, he does. And th- there's there's so many putts we're watching. You're like, like, all right, he can make this. Like he has a chance to make this, and he just doesn't. And like it's it's yeah. it's that close. And like it's so close to breaking through. Yeah, and I don't know if this is. I I honestly couldn't tell you like what what he'll do this week. I feel he had like a a decent finish here last year. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, he was or not. Like, I'm not. I'm, he made I the mean, cut. He was t fifty nine. But like, I'm not. I'm not expecting him to do too much. Like, I'm like, I think I'll make the cut. Like, we have our cut prediction every week. Yeah, <laughs> I think yes. I'll make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't. I, I'd be. I I wouldn't be surprised if he was competing. But at the same time, I'm not really expecting it to for him to compete. I feel like this I'm, is a different golf course that he's playing this week compared to the last two weeks for sure yes. I mean, he goes through stretches as well right i mean he does he, there, there was times where he couldn't buy a shot in the fairway like again which whatever he still played all right i think he was two under in the final round but um like every once in a while he's gonna get wild and that's just always been the way he he's played so i think what you what you want to see from jordan this week is just another just you know solid i would be like super happy with like a T23. I was going to say a top 20. I'd be very, very happy with that. I'd be very, yeah. very happy and very, be very promising for means. It means he can play well at other courses, but that they require length and not just courses. That he's played well before is one at before. Right. He's, be, he's on his, he's on his way back. Um, I don't think he's at his, he doesn't have his a game yet, but no, he, he doesn't, but I think he's, I, I think would say he has like his so B close. game. He's right close. Now, but, yeah. He's and close. like, once he gets his a game, you might, want to watch out so. i think i think i think i think b games are a good word for it honestly i would be i would be curious to see what his like driving accuracy was when he was oh my god really good was it like i don't know because last week he was i think 40 like two weeks ago he was 42 percent with driving accuracy and this week i remember like sometime during the final round it showed that he was 52 percent. i don't know what he ended up at but that's like his that's an upgrade but 52 percent still awful 2015 he was 62 percent driving accuracy see that's like 
just so much better. That's still not. I feel like it's, it's still, still not, not like, good. <laughs> but no, but like if you look at his stats across the board, he was still 15th in strokes gain off the tee, 11th in approach, seventh around the green, ninth in putting. 15th that was strokes gain off the tee. Yeah, and and that's uh, wild. second strokes gain total. So. See, that's the thing though from from yesterday's round at least. If he had hit a fairway, he would have been putting the ball so close. He was putting it in just the most awful spots in the rough and the most awful angles and was still yeah. somehow putting it to like 20 feet. And then I know. Really yeah. so last, was... last week, he finished 37th in strokes gain off the tee, but 10th in strokes gain approach. Um, His putting really wasn't that great last week. 42nd in strokes gain putting. Even, even, even his last year of like winning... In 2017, he was second in strokes gain approach, second strokes gain tee to green, second strokes gain total, just 44th off the tee. His approach this weekend bad. was was unreal, definitely. Yeah, oh no, his approach his approach is I think has has never been a problem, obviously. But I mean, you but you still you got to give credit to Daniel Berger. I mean, he went out there and he went seven under in the final round. I think yeah, like he, he, had, he played great. He had he had four eagles in three rounds at Pebble Beach, which is just incredible. Yeah, even so, if Steve had like put together like he said Spieth said it like during his post-round interview with Amanda he was like I mean Daniel still went out there seven under like on the day like I would have had to played very very well like eagle eagle the final hole like like that just put yeah just capped it off like Like when when, when he hit that shot I was watching and it was obviously Valentine's Day yesterday I was watching my girlfriend and he hit that final shot and I said, I, just, I turned it off. I'm like, all right, we can watch something else now because I know he was like, he's going to two putt for par, or two, yes, two exactly. putt for birdie at least. And then he, unreal and approach shot. Made that three yeah. wood? That pre- approach yeah. shot was un- unreal. But when he, as soon as he hit that shot, I'm like, okay, like, he won. Like, I was happy for him. I, li- I like Daniel Berger. I have nothing against him at all. He's yeah, I think a, this a rules stickler, I've realized. He is? He, so you remember when, when you, you remember that picture of him, um, like, Standing watching like Patrick Reed do something, and everybody was like, <laughs> thought it was like funny, but like he was like making sure Patrick Reed didn't cheat. Yeah, on the first hole on Sunday, Russell Knox got like a, a penalty because, um, the, he like put his club behind his ball and like the ball moved, he didn't hit the ball, but like it moved, so it was just one stroke penalty. Uh-huh. And at first, they didn't give a, a, a penalty to him, like the rules official. And Daniel Berger was like kind of like mad about it, apparently, but then they eventually gave it to him. But I was like, Interesting. Daniel Berger is kind of like a big rules guy. <laughs> rules guy. Huh? We see him. I thought it was hilarious when he hit that bunker shot in I think sixteen or something. Oh, well, fell, fell, fell backwards. The <laughs> they pan back to him. He's just his feet up in the air. Like that. That was really funny. Uh, but just some more uh, news uh, to to go after is the range finders. This came out literally like how long after we recorded. Like, uh, like, like a couple, like out, like uh, yeah. twelve hours or so. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little, it's old news compared compared to like you know the golf world, but this is just like a this is just an, a head scratching thing, in my opinion. I mean, I I don't I am, mind them testing it out, but you're testing it out at a major, like yeah, I, like, like if they if they went to like, like a random tournament and they're just like uh, like even the Genesis this week, even though it's a big tournament, if they went to the Genesis this week and they're like, okay, we're gonna test out like range finders and see like how the pace of play moves and stuff like that, I'd be like, all right, I'm in for that. But you're doing it at the PGA Championship. Like that's the first time that they're ever going to be using rangefinders in like a real event, and it's the PGA Championship. Me and my roommate always make fun of like, like when like when Jordan's like playing bad or something. We're always like, 
oh, Michael Greller is just getting these distances wrong. Like, just <laughs> we're just like messing with M- Michael Greller. It's like, I don't know. Is like, are you are we gonna see like who has? Are we gonna see like a big difference in someone who might not have like a great caddy comparatively? Or I feel yeah. like that, is that just like base knowledge for all caddies? Like, you know, yeah, how to I, get think all, all I think all caddies on tour. I feel, like, I feel like you, if you're on tour and you have a, if you're on tour and you have a caddy, you like your caddy like has to do well. Like, he has to be a good caddy, pretty much. Yeah, but also like no. at the same, like I saw something in Twitter was like it's not gonna make much, much of a difference. It's not like you're like giving them like. Like they already know the exact numbers pretty much like anyway like you hear them talking like even mm-hmm. like yesterday it was like okay like it's 129 to carry this like they don't they know the number to carry the bunker if it's even if even without a rangefinder i mean i'm I just like curious to play like I, yeah I i'm I curious how that, that affects it like i, I wonder if it's do you think the rounds are going to be quicker i don't think so because i think if they're they still are gonna be, then they're still going to be like debating oh what club do I a major here? you know what i mean and yeah, a major so. is not going to be quicker at all I don't think it's going to make it any quicker. And then you're going to have guys like Bryson who his caddy is going to be range finding like everything, oh like anywhere. So that's like, going to be so it's just going to be sure? all over the place. Like, and he's going to be like, how far to this? How far to this? How far to this? Then what's like the point of like the only point of preparation is like knowing what the greens doing, know where to hit the ball off the tee. Like there's uh, like the, I, I, I like the whole preparation where everyone has to kind of like figure out for themselves, like who prepares the best, like figure out for themselves, like what number to hit like what club to hit, how to affect it. And I don't know. I think the rangefinder kind of, it's like, it kind of takes away, it takes away a lot of preparation in my yeah. opinion. I mean, uh, if you're in the rangefinder business right now, I mean, that's going to be you're a heavy. <laughs> yeah. But here's like the, the main, I feel like conclusion from it. It's just like, as a viewer, this isn't really going to change much. Like, I don't think unless it drastically speeds it up which we, as we just said we don't think, I don't think well. it will i don't think anyone will really even notice like you'll literally just be seeing the caddy rangefinder for one second and then the, the same thing will happen so that's yeah, true yeah, i not. agree i also agree with that um let's move in to our monday monday hypothetical so jeek you put this up on the instagram it was pretty much i saw this with like on like overtime maybe with like basketball like yeah, a free throw so pretty and much stuff like that yeah pretty much you get the money if you make a putt and each putt is from a different in- distance and stuff like that um and pretty much just asking which putt are you going to attempt so you have a five footer if you make the five footer you get 10k um you have a 20 footer if you make the 20 footer you get 50k um 50 footer for 100k and then 80 feet for 500k like which one are you going to attempt i think this yeah. is I, I mean, easy, in my opinion. it's a no doubter that you just go with the five footer. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's like one of those things. Is like, well, am I gonna miss all of them? Maybe if I'm gonna. Oh miss yeah, all I could easily them, miss may- a five footer. Maybe I just go like for the eighty footer, but I don't think like the well, odds if it's dead straight. Really hey, if it's dead straight, yeah. you think eighty feet is like 20. almost the record. <laughs> you think about the about the uh, the twenty footer if it's dead straight, but I feel like if it's dead straight, then the five footer really should be like. I know our putting strokes aren't like I think I would miss four level footer, but, <laughs> but no, but like yeah. it's like the five, 50 footer, like the odds of you making that are so slim. Yeah, it's only, only it's only it's only a hundred. It's like it's sorry, only a hundred thousand. But uh, <laughs> then you go to a feet, it's like like you have absolutely zero chance of making an 80 foot putt, and like it's just. Right I for mean, for ten for five feet for ten k I think it's just I think it's very easy. 
I'm think I would attempt it. I think I would attempt the twenty footer, just just because I might miss the five. If this is so. legitimately put in front of you right this second. I don't know. I think do. I how, is, how does ten thousand dollars sound to a college student right now, G? Oh, amazing! I understand Absolutely. a college student, but Absolutely. I feel like down the road, if you're not a college student, like we are, still, I could still a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I could being like, like, you, like thirty and saying, ah, "Give me the twenty footer." Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. I can see it. But right like, now, I'm kind of thinking not about the college. money. Right we're, now. we're seniors in college. I have 10k right. If I can get 10k for making Pink a five never putt right now, I will take it. I'll take that. I'll take that 20 foot putter and a putt 50k or whatever, and then put in like the most unreal simulator in my house if I make it. It's just one of those things. It's also true. You can do that with 10k, can't you? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so let's uh let's move into who's hot, who's not. Got it right this week. Last week I said who's not, who's not. Um. <laughs> I mean, obviously, hot is Jordan Spieth. It's, it's, uh, who, who else would you even put in the conversation for being the hottest player on tour right this second? Uh, I mean, like past you, nobody. You, you always got to say weeks, Xander, nobody. but like Xander didn't play last week. Xander didn't play last week. Exactly. Like right this second, yeah, Jordan Spieth is the, the hottest player on tour. At least on Thursday and Friday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Saturday. One Saturday. Yeah, one, one Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, but the more who's not, I mean, this week, Ricky just, he played awful. I, I, yeah. I had Jordan Spieth over Ricky in two matchup bets two days in a row, like first round and second round. Easiest money I've, I've ever made. So that's that's cut and back-to-back events. Um, and, like, even he even got cut at the like at the, the waste management. And, like, Ricky's usually pretty good at the waste management. That's yeah. like his tournament. Got cut there. Um, the farmer's insurance, he was awful at putting right now. It's, it's yeah. the putter. I mean, he really only had one good start this year, and that was at the American Express, and that is just about it. Um, Ricky's now down to that? number 21st. Okay. Um, Ricky's now down to number 66 in the world golf rankings, which, like, if you said that to me, I don't know, five years ago, maybe, I would have been like, Ricky's down to number 66. Like, What's speed that? Crazy. Um, I think he's what like 50, 58 or something. But he's he's jumped up. like 40 spots. Yeah. Yeah. Speed's awesome. jumping up the, 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 uh, the FedEx cup list too. Oh, I'm sure he is. <laughs> Where's in the Ryder cup list now? <laughs> uh, probably not, not, not close yet. <laughs> or maybe oh, like closer. You know, maybe closer. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, Henrik, Henrik Norlander, I'm pretty sure had another good finish this week. I feel like he did. <laughs> Who did we say was was not hot last week? Um, because Cameron Champ, or was it yeah, two weeks ago? Oh, play, right, yeah. and he doesn't played yet. Okay, then, so. but, but like two weeks ago, we said Brooks Kepka and he won. Um, and Norlander before that, and he he's been playing just pretty playing well. well. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, watch out for Ricky this week at the Genesis, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why it's like he kind of the same like yeah like Jordan Speed kind of. No, obviously not the majors, but like the same fall, like everyone loved him, and now he's just a well-known guy who's just not playing. Mm-hmm. That hasn't played that well for a couple of years now, probably. Yeah, it's not it's even really fun to watch him anymore. No, it's not. He has the outfits though, which everyone loves. That, the outfits, that light course. blue jumper on, yeah. on uh, Thursday, I liked it actually. I, were gonna, they, I, I think I read something. I was like, if you're if you're gonna wear that, you have to play well. And he like just didn't play well at all. <laughs> yeah. He's literally looking like a Smurf out there. Yeah. 
Um, so let's move into the stat of the week. All right. So stat of the week, there's a couple here that I have um, that I saw. Um, Nate Lashley. I don't know if, if you guys are watching him closely, but he was, was he was at the lead um, going into 16, um, gets onto 16, and he uh, four-putted from 13 feet. Now, the crazy part about that four-putt is during the week, he was leading the field in strokes game putting. Like the entire week, strokes game putting, it was on fire with the putter, and he still four putts from within 13 feet on one hole. That was tough to watch. I don't think I've ever seen someone so mad after. Yeah, he kept like flipping his club and then he like yeah, hit the ground. Yeah, and I was like, both times I was like, about to punch a man right now. I mean, I understand like he's like, he was like very, very upset. Like, I understand why he's lost that. He just gave away out, the like, So much money. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So much money, but still, like, it was just. It was tough to watch for sure. He he like flipped his club up in the air. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're either gonna like accidentally like bump your hand and get like a nice little bruise that kind of will hurt for a day, or like you'll just drop it on the green and like damage the green. When he slammed the club down, yeah, I he thought definitely, he was, like, yeah, he probably damaged the green. He definitely yeah. damaged the green. He was mm-hmm. looking back at it and like deciding whether to go fix it or not, and then he was like, nah. <laughs> like no one behind him anyway. He was so mad. Yeah, there was nobody behind um, him. So. I'm sure a grounds then, crew member had fun doing that. Yeah. The second stat of the week, there's two this week. Um, I saw this somewhere. Uh, so every green on the front nine at Pebble Beach, if you like put it, put them together, they fit on the 18th green at the old course in St. Andrews. I did see that. that that's, that's every hard to green on the front nine. See, some of those you greens think are that that sh- goes to show how big the 18th green is at, uh, at, at the old course. I mean, not not even as much as just how small the greens are at, at Pebble. That eight, yeah. the eighth hole at Pebble was like the green is so tiny. The whole week so I was just tiny. fantasizing of, of like uh, just like of playing here, of playing at Pebble and just yeah. getting destroyed. The eighth hole looks so like me and my roommate so were watching cool. it. Like we would just get absolutely annihilated by this approach shot. The eighth hole, yeah, you I think get I to hit, hit over the abyss. You just, like, I think I hit the fairway, but then the. The fairway is big, and then like the 107 yard, 200 yard shot, like over the abyss, like it's no thank you, it's crazy. <laughs> what well, was it? Was so it the cool. tenth, the tenth hole this week where they uh they they used the far right tee box? Yeah, I yeah. Saw that so too. you were able, you had the hit or you had the hit like over the beach. Where yeah, like, that was cool. People were imagine imagine there's no fans in here, it's like on the beach. You're just like, well, granted, it's probably really cold. It probably was really cold. No, it, 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 it was, was cold. There's a lot of people beach. on the beach. There were there were, but I, I mean, if I if I had the opportunity, I'd go to the beach and just sit. Underneath the tenth hole and just watch players yeah. like hit tee shots. That'd be awesome. whatever. they don't usually Great use way to that. Spend your day. They don't yeah. usually use that tee box, but they they, don't. they used it this week. Um, and that was an interesting, uh, interesting tee box. I like had that. To that make a choice. Cool. There's a lot of people laying up off that tee. So Jordan did not lay up, and he actually birdied that hole. Finally hit a fairway. Just goes to show <laughs> what he what he can do. Surprising hit in the water. Yeah. Um. So. Let's get into skins with and the, and the course preview and everything. But first, a little message from our friends over at Roback. You probably noticed us wearing some new Roback merch over the past few episodes. Whether it was uh, the hat both me and Jake are wearing right now, Trevor has one as well, a pullover or a collared shirt. We're partnering with Roback in 2021, and we couldn't be more excited. So head to the link in our bio, add the Roback merch you want, and you'll get 15% off just by using the link. So enjoy and crave activity. All right. So the course preview this week, we're at the Genesis Open uh, Riviera, par 71. 
Um, just a couple of things about Riviera. Um, they have two of the shortest par fives on tour. So look for someone to take advantage of that. Um, but they do have seven par fours over 450. So all an iron play is still going to be important. They got that nice, um, sh- nice short par four though. One of the best in the Yeah, the 10th. Yeah, mini it's par on our, four. It's on our pin high golf course, I believe. Yes. Um, and then Riviera is a pretty good course for lefties. Lefties usually fare well at Riviera, which is an interesting stat. Um, and I'm short game is going to be a big factor this week. Um, there's pretty narrow fairways as well. Um, and since 2011, Riviera is ranked as one of the toughest courses putting from three feet, three to five feet is an interesting length here. Riviera, the greens are pretty tough. Um, just looking at important stats this week, ball striking is going to be very important this week with those narrow fairways. Um, and also look at driving distance gained. I think driving distance will play pretty well at this course. Um, if you're not going to be in the fairway, you might as well hit it as far as you possibly can. Um, like I said, those par fours, 450 to 500 yards, there's uh, seven of them. Um, and then strokes gained around the green. And then just some previous winners, Adam Scott, J.B. Holmes, Bubba Watson won twice, uh, DJ in 2017. So... Some pretty good winners here. All right. So coming up next, we have a brand new segment. It's called Picks of the Week, and we're bringing back on our favorite guest, Beating the Bookie. Every week, Beating the Bookie is going to come on and give some free plays, and uh, we're super excited. So let's get into that segment right now with Beating the Bookie. Hey, guys. It's Beating the Bookie here. Happy to be back on the Pin High Podcast. This week, I'm going to give you guys a few free plays for the Genesis Invitational. The first free play we'll be going with is Dustin Johnson to win the tournament at plus 550. Yeah, he is the chalk. He is the favorite, but he is also the most dominant golfer in the world. In my opinion, he's having the best run in the PGA since Tiger Woods in his heyday. It is the most dominant run I have seen since Tiger. He is coming off an impressive victory in Saudi Arabia. He also has six top 10 finishes here in his last seven appearances. He won this tournament in 2017, so I think DJ has what it takes to get the victory here. So one unit wins 5.5 for DJ. The second free play I'll be giving is Abraham Answer to finish in the top 20 at plus 250. So one unit wins 2.5. Answer is a guy, if his putter is on, he can easily finish in the top 10. So I like the value at top 20 at plus 250 for Abraham answer. The third play I'm giving out is available at most sports books. It is an exact to finish. All right. I am taking Dustin Johnson to finish first, John Rom to finish second. This pays plus 7,000. So 70 to one. I am betting a half of a unit on this. A half unit wins 35 units. All right. It's a great value bet. And you don't want to regret it because those two guys are playing better than everybody else right now. So to sum it up, I'm taking Dustin Johnson plus 550 to win for one unit. I'm taking Abe answer top 20 finish plus 250 for one unit. And I'm putting a half of a unit on Dustin Johnson to finish first and John Rom to finish second exact order finish or an exacta. It wins 35 units. Those are the three plays I will be playing this weekend. In addition, I will have a, a PGA package available on site for the Riviera. We're just kicking off the season here and I'm looking forward to getting into it. So those are my three free plays. I hope you guys enjoy and I will talk to you guys next week. I mean, just right off the bat, I guess we can talk about DJ um, plus 550. Just 
it's I don't get it. It's just such on such I a do, run. I do get it. I do get it. But like, come on, that's crazy. I mean, he's like, won. He won in his last start um, in the European Tour as well. So like, his field is so stacked though. Last no, week he was plus four hundred, and it was like a like. Okay, it was like an average field. I mean, I I personally wouldn't bet on plus five fifty ever, yeah. but um, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to go against Dustin Johnson right now. He's the I mean, pro- but, but you, you said who's you the hottest think, player on tour right now besides Jordan Spieth? It's just Dustin Johnson. He wins like you, every you, other you, tournament. You would think you would think like okay, if he's plus five fifty, like you're right, the field should be not good. But there's Rom, Rory, JT, Xander, Cantlay, Bryson, Bryson, Finau, yeah. Kepka is playing better. Yeah. Speed is playing better. Morikawa, Hovland, like everyone. Like yeah, no, stacked field. Pretty much everyone's playing in this a tournament. Fantastic field. Of, That's just like right off the bat, like one of the best fields we've 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 seen, seen in a while. Time. Yeah, because like Century, sure, but like not everybody was champions. And it's like a smaller field. This is just a jam-packed field. Like everybody's yeah. playing in a great tournament. Sad to see Tiger's not here, but um, I do think Rory. Would we? I think he'd be worth a flyer if you're if you're a guy who likes to bet on Rory. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, personally he's not playing a lot better. But he was T five here last year, um, and you know he's like, you know, has a cut streak going right now. He finished off pretty well at the uh, waste management. Wouldn't be a bad week to go with him. Mm-hmm. But on that note, let's move into our DraftKings picks. Um, I feel like I usually don't go first, so I'm going to go first this time. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with is more is more of a mid pick. Uh, for my high mid pick, it's it's Carlos Ortiz at seventy eight hundred. Love Carlos Ortiz this week. He's playing so well right now. A couple good finishes past past few rounds or past few tournaments. T twenty six last year, you know, pretty solid start, especially considering how much he's grown in the past year. Um, and he very, I, I I looked into those to, to the short putts. Um, I don't know if you mentioned that in the course preview, Jeek, but like. A lot of mit. There's like a lot of missed. Uh, what three footers or yeah, five three, footers? Like three to five feet. Yeah. So three feet and under, he's a hundred percent this year, which is first on tour. And then like on from four and five feet, he was like also like very good, like in the nineties. So I don't know. He's he's and he's and he's obviously just really good off the tee, and and his around the green stats are are good as well. So I like. Him. Yeah, I think seven eight a lot. is a good number. Um, very good number for him. I mean, I guess the field's pretty stacked. I think you you would see his number a little bit higher if it was a, like you would worse field, but mm-hmm. I like that. All right, so I'll go. I'll go next to my. I'll go my first pick. Max Homa, a two hundred. He's kind of a hometown boy. He's played. He's from LA. He's obviously a huge Dodgers fan. Everything like that. But he's finished T seven last week at Pebble. Finally got his irons figured out, and he's been playing pretty well since the new year. Pretty much, I don't think he's missed a cut since. December. He played. He was T five here last year too, so he knows the course pretty well. Obviously, so I think he's like. I heard something last week. You said like he's finally figuring his irons out, and you need your irons and short game to do well here. So I think he's got a good chance to play pretty well. All right, and then my first pick. I think I was a week off of this, so I went with James Hahn last week, and he got cut. But I think James Hahn actually is really good for this course. He um, he's 7,500. Um, he's a past winner here. I think 2015, uh, T13, 2020, T14, 2018, didn't play in 2019. Um, has shown good form up until last week. Um, I just think this is a course that fits him pretty well. I think he could play pretty well here, and I'm just going to go with it at 7,500. I love him. Um, this, I saw him on graphic on CBS on Sunday, and it was 
Like he's he's one of the better course horses here, probably. That's why I, yeah. that's the only reason I it, it's like a bit of of a like interesting pick because I feel like a lot of the public might have him just because he was shown on CBS as like one yeah. of like the best FanDuel guys to have. Right, which whatever. I didn't yeah. even like I didn't even see that. I just kind of was doing the oh, stats. Exactly. And I, yes. I just, honestly honestly I picked him last week and I the sloppy seconds usually works out well. I'm always a week off with my guys, mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like I mean, I pick Batia. a guy, they play, they play okay, and then they play sick the next week. And that Batia, Batia played really, really good, really well in the first round, but he didn't really do anything in the last 18, two rounds. 18 greens. T30 for T30. someone who was 6,800, though, you'll take yeah. it. Yeah, I was looking for better, though. He was old. like second in the first round. But um, yeah, I know, I, that was a good pick. But um, my low pick this week, I'm going to go with Brendan Todd, 7,100. Now, I said driving distance was going to be a thing this week, but if someone could kind of overcome that it's Brendan Todd. He hits the fairways. Um, he's made five straight cuts, so he's trending upward. Um, and Riviera, obviously big for accuracy and short game. And those are like Brendan Todd's two biggest strengths. So mm. at 7,100, Brendan Todd, five straight cuts, kind of like that. I was looking at him too. Uh, I like that pick. Mm-hmm. I'll go with, I'll go with Siwa Kim. He's won recently in, in California out in, at the American Express. But uh, he's eighth, eighth in strokes game around the greens, so he's loves loves being around the greens. Really good about the really good at that. Twenty third strokes gain, tee to green. Came in third here in twenty nineteen. Obviously, just won recently. So seven seven hundred. I feel like for a good field, I feel like is a good chance to. I think he'll pretty pretty much lock to make the cut. I think he'll pretty much he'll do fairly well this week just because of his stats, especially around the green. I feel like if you have a guy here. Who can get up and down consistently like he will, he can, then you'll you'll do pretty well. Yeah, he's right. playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, and then my last one, uh, he's also seventy one hundred, like Brendan Todd. In my actual lineup this week, I was really in between these two, um, but then when I got to the doc, you had Brendan Todd, so I was like, well, I might as well go with him on, on the pod. Um, Kyung Hoon Lee, I think he's you know somewhat undervalued, like like Brendan Todd, even though it's a stacked field. Um, but he like had a really good week at the waste management before withdrawing last week. Um, and he actually had, a, I was surprised to see that he had a T13 here last year. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, that, that was, that was something that, that I, that I you know, looked into. And as well as that, he's really, really good around the greens. And I feel like that was a stat that Jeek liked this week. So yeah. Mm-hmm. our course uh, preview correspondent. I, I will say uh, Korean golfers right now. Like there's someone in the hunt every week with the the Koreans. I feel Korean like. golf is 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 maybe the who's hot of the week. Yeah, oh, that's true. Korean <laughs> golf is is on fire right now. I will say that the, the the CJ hat that they wear it must be a lucky charm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's move into bets. So skin standings still still three zero zero. In all won our bets last week. Favor of uh, of Trev. We all won our bets. And we I had told a scare you. last week, though. Trev almost got a win, and Cantley started off really hot first round too. Like yeah. both of you almost got a win last week. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the thing. I told you that Kevin Strillman was the absolute <laughs> mortal lock of the century to come top forty. My guy was almost in contention at the end, and he finished at solo thirteen. Yeah, he's. I had him top twenty on my book because I couldn't get him at top forty. Sean, he started Still calling hit. this tournament the Kevin Streelman tournament, just like so we know like next like next year we're gonna know like okay like all right all of our picks are Kevin Streelman related. He always wins the, the OM too with uh with uh, what's his name uh, Larry Fitzgerald. 
That's how he always I, plays. I, I had, uh, <laughs> no wonder. What did I have? I had a uh, Paul Casey top English slash Irish player, mm-hmm. and he low key finished like fifth. Yeah, and I don't think week. he got. He didn't get a lot of airtime uh, this week. So no, I, I, I saw he a got a good amount Sunday. of airtime. I was watching pretty much all week. He got a lot of airtime. Um, and then one thing, just a little dating back to DraftKings that I want to uh, point out. My Pat Perez at at seventy one hundred pick was actually kind of low key good. He was he finished t twenty six t twenty six yeah, pretty good. Um, so yeah, who wants to start for their winner and best bet? Um, I'll go first. So we were talking about this the other day. Like you're like, oh, Bryson's playing this week, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I've like really ever like picked Bryson in one of these. And, and you said I don't you wouldn't. If, I don't. I, I probably won't. And then I was like, well, I looked into the stats. Um, obviously the driving distance. Um. And then I looked into just like his previous finishes and he's just been so good recently. Like he, he hasn't finished like outside the top 20 in a little bit. So um, it's kind of hard to ignore that. And also he's just 18th in strokes gained around the green and then 10th in strokes gain approach. And, and first in all the driving first and First and off the tee. Like, and then also putting is really good too. So if you like put together the putting, the driving, the approach, like, this is around the unreal. greens like <laughs> i mean she just got them all um I, and then obviously obviously i mentioned before we have some of the some of the shorter par fives on tour two of them and then that mini par four the 10th which i mean bryson's gonna go after that so i'm i'm expecting a couple eagles from him this week i i took uh, him in, in my bets article and i just didn't only take him on, in this because you already had him 1700 is that's good that value. was the next thing i was it's gonna great say value. Um, for bryson because because dj's up there at like 550 you see bryson at 1700 yeah. and that's like mouth-watering like that's crazy so i had to take it i i saw it and i was like i just have to do this i think i'm actually gonna take this this week like myself yeah so. um and then too. my best bet I kind of like the top 40 runs. <laughs> um, the top 40 ones are nice. They're always top 40 so nice. ones are, are pretty nice. Um, <laughs> so I was, looking for, yeah. I was looking for somebody to, to target in that with the right odds. And, you know, I was looking around. I saw, what was it? Max Homa. I saw, um, who else did I see? Scotty Scheffler was like just at 150. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with Will Zautors, top 40. He's minus 125. Um, he has six top 20s and nine starts this season. So that's not even top 40, top 20. Um, wasn't fantastic last week, but he had a T17 and then a T7 the two weeks before. Um, he's been one of the best ball strikers on tour this year. And I think top 40 yeah. is pretty much just asking him to play like even par to like two under golf for the entire week. If, he ends, if he ends the tournament at two under, he'll be top 40. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Just gotta make the cut and like do a little bit better than the rest of like the other like twenty players that are yeah in the cut. I don't know. He's been he's been pretty he's been pretty hot recently, so I'll 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 go with that. Pebble's a nice course. For me, I think that the second guy with not necessarily like who I think is like has the second best like odds to win, but like Kalmar Cow at thirty three to one. I think is the second best odds that you like second best value you can get because 33 to one on, on, on a guy like Colin Morikawa, or he like, you know, obviously elite ball striker, maybe the best on tour other than, you know, Justin Thomas, I've said like a million times, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel like th- that's just great odds for him and his putting since like in the past years, it has improved a lot. So I think it's pretty good um, odds for him to win. My best bet. It's the same as, as as what I did in my bets article. I'm five and zero the last five weeks. 
Carlos Ortiz, top 40, minus 110. Same reasons I said as earlier. He's, he's my guy this week. Okay. I like Ortiz it. Ortiz is, I mean, yeah, it's that's a that's not one of those like easy locks. Uh, I'll go with Joaquin Neiman, plus 5,500 to win the tournament. Hasn't played in a month, but still he's hasn't missed a cut in this whole season, actually, I don't think. Uh, and his stats are ridiculous. He's 11th in strokes gain off the tee, uh, nine strokes gain tee to green, six strokes gain total. And he's playing like probably and definitely the best golf of his career. And it was arguably the hottest player on tour before he stopped playing for a couple weeks. Like we say, we say that every week about somebody. Like you always pick somebody and you're like, he's he's arguably the hottest player on tour. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm There's a, a lot of arguable players. I'm a big, I'm a big guy playing good golf. There's 136. I'm a big form guy. I got I got picked a guy who's playing the best, and then so my going off that my best bet is Neiman top forty at minus one fifty. I think that's we're again, all in crazy, the top forty crazy value. This week. Top forties, literally. There's, there's, so there's always there's always some guy who's like we think is going to do great, and there's they're like plus like one ten or like or like as long as like if they make the cut, they usually finish top forty. Yeah. Like, and like it's usually and it's usually a guy that's not gonna miss the cut. So. And a guy like like you said Zalatoris is playing great. Ortiz is playing phenomenal. Neiman's probably one of the most talented players in the field right right now and playing still playing six. So this I, week's I'm, worth four skins. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's Meter why, we, that's why could I had to go off the top forty. Oh, yeah, Dude, I don't think I don't I, I still I still think Two of these bets are gonna like two out of three is gonna win, even if one of them loses. And I feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's one just week. How it's been? If it, how about at any point during the season, once it gets to five, five worth five skins, it has to be plus two hundred or more. Okay. Honestly, we we might as well start doing that because then, like, then more people are gonna win skins. So otherwise, we're just gonna pick. I mean, could, yeah. we, 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 we could talk about it more, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it more. As we it's go gonna, it's gonna get to the five skins. It's gonna be like plus two hundred. Somebody's gonna hit that bet, but then one of us is gonna hit a winner, and it's not gonna matter. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and then next week, if we if we all win this one, though, we'll definitely like for five so skins make it have to be like plus two hundred. Yeah, yeah. It can't be a top forty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, first round leader. I did this before you put in your picks, Trev, and I actually put down Joaquin Neiman at plus fifty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um. You said, oh, he hasn't like missed a cut this year. Well, one of the big reasons he hasn't missed a cut this year is because he's been so good in the first rounds. Um, yeah. T10 and first round scoring average. So I like him as first round leader. All right. Uh, and then in the clubhouse this week. We don't really have, uh, have uh, much. We're trying to you know move on from par threes. So I feel like the main thing we have to... to... Actually, let's change it this week from Jordan because... Let's go with Ricky Fowler. Will he make the cut? I'm gonna give a no. I'm gonna give a yes just because of how we how we've reverse jinxed all the players. That have been I'm gonna go hot. with with yes because we we yeah we are, I'm I'm riding with the reverse jinx of yeah. the uh, of the who's logically not, logically yeah. no he's not gonna make the cut. But reverse our our luck or our our uh, I guess fortune for them. Yes, we're gonna, yeah. they're gonna make the cut. And then last thing of the week, um, so one of my, one of my friends from the you remember uh, Kevin from the bagroom, Trevor? Yeah, yeah. He uh, just started his own company with a bunch of his friends called Omada Golf. Just want to give them a quick shout out. Their store launched today. They sell like mm-hmm. push carts, and they're also doing like content and stuff. Their videos are kind of cool. good. 
their videos their videos are good so i mean very professionally done we uh we talked today we might do a pin high times uh, or what biomata like little uh cross promotion like youtube video this this summer we'll like go play somewhere yeah like a challenge like maybe like a a a scramble versus each other that'd be be kind of cool so yeah go go to omada golf on instagram they have push carts if you need a push cart from what i've heard they're pretty good so go do that other than that we'll uh see you next week for the wgc that's gonna be a fun one